0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into The Wrap. It's the first week of August and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest helping of technology poured into one shot glass so you can slam it down fast. And this week the news has come thick and fast for virtual reality with technology news of a couple of kinds for this exciting category. We probably don't have to tell you how excited for VR we at Picker are, and that's not just because we overuse that letter R. Even though it's not international-speak-like-a-pirate-day, that's actually September 19, our obsession with the R extends beyond that of the icon in our name, because R stands for reality. And whether it's mixed, augmented, or virtual, we're always keen to take a look. This week, that curiosity is fleshed out in a few ways as companies talk up what's happening in the VR world. First, there's the happenings if you're a Galaxy S8 owner, or even someone who maybe bought a Google Pixel or Pixel XL. Because if you also bought a Daydream View VR headset, or you wanted to, your purchase is about to work on Samsung's flagship for the year. Google was the one sharing that news this week, telling the world that there is support rolling out for the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus with its Daydream View headset, meaning there are now potentially two VR headsets you can use with Samsung's current major phones. We say potentially because while Google says the support is rolling out, We haven't been able to get the S8 working with our Daydream, at least not yet. But it's coming, and that's good news for the VR world, because it means more choice. Also providing a little more choice is HP, which will be offering a new computer for people who want VR to be more than just what an advanced mobile phone can offer. Now don't get us wrong, the mobile phones being used for the Gear VR and for Daydream View are very powerful, and you can get some pretty cool experiences. But it's nothing compared to the computer world when it comes to VR. HP's new gadget comes in different forms, be it developers or gamers, but the logic is basically the same, with a high-powered computer you can wear on your back. You'll need to bring your own VR headset to make this work, and HTC's Vive is the recommended headset for this, but essentially, HP's VR and Omen XVR will offer enough power to let you take VR away from the seat and the desk and closer to the real world. It's a great concept, and if you happen to be a developer in the VR world, the technical capabilities of HP Z's system look impressive enough to even drop our jaw to the floor, boding well for what's to come. What's also coming? New phones! Yeah, we know, you're shocked. But there's another phone maker on its way to Australia, as OnePlus announces that it's coming to our country. If you've been on the hunt for a value-driven phone before, there's a good chance you've seen the name OnePlus, as OnePlus has that sort of a reputation, guarded by geeks looking for a good combination of features for a good price. And that's basically what OnePlus has offered, with the Oppo-owned brand doing just that with its phones, and giving big players like Apple and Samsung something to feel just a little bit threatened by. The most recent phone is the OnePlus 5, and while it looks a lot like Oppo's recent R11, on the inside it's a totally different machine, going right for the spots occupied by HTC, Samsung and Sony, with premium features like a dual camera, 8-core Snapdragon processor, 4G LTE, NFC, something Oppo normally misses out on, and lots of storage and memory. OnePlus's first-hand sets will be given a bit of a soft launch to start with, but later on we wouldn't be surprised to see OnePlus join the likes of Oppo in Australia, because Oppo owns OnePlus. It could be doing the same thing as Huawei of Motorola of HTC and Sony, with a mid-range mobile of their own to compete in our very aggressive, aggressive mobile market. Also competing aggressively in our market is the world of soundbars and this week there's one more as Samsung adds the Sound Plus MS750 to the list you have to choose from and it's a pretty long list. Now if you don't know what a soundbar is and rely on your TV or maybe an amplifier to get movies to sound big and cool and powerful and pumping, well consider the name Soundbar because that's what they are placing all the speakers you need for a 2.1 4.1 or 5.1 system in a single bar sometimes bouncing the sound around you to get that surround feel. Samsung's latest packs in a whopping 11 speakers into its long surface area that looks like it would be welcome at home under a 55-inch telly, but it has a neat trick to deal with the extra vibrations and buzz that many speakers together would create, you know, the bzz, bzz, bzz noises when you start to play heavy bass, it basically has a technology that can predict those movements and control the speakers, preventing that bzz, bzz, bzz crazy bass vibrations and their equally crazy bzz, bzz, bzz buzzing sounds from entering your audio experience. It's a cool concept and one we're eager to try, and you'll be able to as well, with the MS-750 rocking up for about a buck under a grand recommended retail price later this month. And before we go and still on the subject of home theatres, here's one interesting rumour that popped up this week. With word, Apple might finally be working on something for the 4K world. It has a couple of computers built for 4K, so we need to get that out there, with two in the iMac range. But despite embracing Ultra HD on its computers, Apple has yet to touch Ultra HD on televisions, the main area where Ultra HD kind of plays. The most recent Apple TV is barely two years old, and even though it arrived when 4K TVs were well and truly out, it didn't support 4K natively. This week, however, we might have seen the first bit of evidence that this is coming, with a bit of a slip-up, and one iTunes user getting a receipt for a 4K movie. Now this means one of two things, either it's just a total mistake, could be that, or more likely that Apple plans to make 4K versions of its films available. And there's a good reason why it would do this, because it might mean there's a 4K Apple TV likely around the corner. We'd expect a new Apple TV to have a new 4K-friendly processor inside, because Apple makes those as well, presumably. And that would likely come alongside a new phone announcement, which is also when the new chips are announced. And funnily enough, there's one of those coming, with September the likely time for the new iPhone models. So will we see a 4K Apple TV alongside the new iPhones next month? Will it be the one last thing Apple talks about? There is a distinct possibility. We'll just have to wait and find out, but good news, you only have to wait a few weeks until it happens because the announcement is expected sometime in September. For now, we've run out of time, but we'll be back next week with more from the world of Australian technology news packaged into the smallest size we can manage. But we hope you have a great whatever's left of the week and a lovely weekend. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.